0: This is Thriving Thoughts, the podcast that teaches you how to change your thoughts so you can change your life. I'm Dr. Sherry, clinical psychologist turned thoughtologist and truth teller. Welcome to season seven, where you'll learn to be gentle and deliberate with your words so that together we learn what it really means for women to encourage, uplift, and empower one another. Twice per week in five-minute episodes, we'll dissect popular phrases women say to one another, expose the lies hiding beneath their surface that perpetuate problematic ideals, and learn how to speak true encouragement so we uplift ourselves and others. Are you ready to speak truth over the lies and be an empowered woman who empowers other women? Start with this truth. A woman who changes her world changes the world. Let's go. When I went through a breakup a little over two years ago, loved ones said to me, You deserve better. I had invest thoughtful energy to work through the hurt this quote-unquote encouragement evoked. My initial reaction was to feel hurt, then angry, and sometimes indignant because of the implications attached to it. You deserve better isn't a platitude offered to women only when they go through a relationship breakup. It applies to any unrealized desire. Perhaps you were fired from a job, a business partnership failed, a friend betrayed you, or the deal you were counting on fell through. Maybe you're the one who said you deserve better to a hurting friend. As women, we deserve better. More accurately, we deserve to be encouraged differently in a way that validates, encourages, and challenges us. And the popular consolation you deserve better doesn't meet those standards. Before we explore an alternative to encouraging a woman going through disappointment or devastation, it's critical for us as recipients of such a comment to own our response to it. While this season offers you more encouraging ways to uplift one another, the truth has been, and always will be, that you must first focus on what you control, and that's your response to someone or something. It is your interpretation of someone's words that offend, not the words themselves. You owe it to yourself to do the deep work of responding with a growth mindset. Treat yourself to my little how-to manual, When People Say Things That Hurt, available on Amazon for $5.49, Kindle for $2.99, or for free if you're a Kindle Unlimited member. The links are in the show notes. Now, let's dissect the phrase, you deserve better. If you deserve better than what you got, the assumption is that what you were pursuing was a waste of time. The job, that relationship, that goal, it wasn't the right one for you. And if it wasn't the right one for you, it's time wasted. Nothing makes a woman feel more defeated than the suggestion that her time was wasted when she already feels depleted from having put so much energy into whatever she just lost. We say, you deserve better. Because we erringly believe it will help her see that she's worth more. The problem with that is that in this moment of hurt, she's doubting her worth. And reminding her that she's worth more calls into question the effort she put into something she wanted that she believed she was worthy of. And so rather than making her feel more worthy, it invites her to further question her worth. When we care for someone, we hate to see them hurting, yes. The temptation, then, is to leap over hurt to the healing. Statements like, you deserve better, are a prime example. But in leaping over the hurt, we deepen the wound and delay the healing. American author Neil Strauss said, Great things never came from comfort zones. When a loved one is hurting, we owe it to them to sit with them in the spaces of discomfort, in the hurt, not to hurry them along to the proverbial other side where things feel better. It's a Western phenomenon to avoid discomfort. More importantly, it's a habit that's left us emotionally trapped and stagnant. Growth, pushing ourselves outside our comfort zones, must always be the goal because stagnant things die. So the way to truly uplift a friend is to first sit with them in the mud until they're the ones who say, I'm ready to get up. I'm ready to push on. Forcing healing on your timeline based on your level of comfort will always stifle their own and perpetuate the lie that we just have to get up, dust ourselves off, and move on. No. We must sit in the dark, in the discomfort, use it to understand ourselves, and then get up and move with our discoveries rather than on from the discomfort. Of course, for you to be effective in encouraging someone else in this manner, you must practice it for yourself. The simplest, most meaningful, change-provoking thing you can do when a friend is grieving the loss of something hoped for is to see them. See the hurt. Say the hurt. Be silent in the hurt. Be the permission to hurt. When you see her, she can see herself. Be a mirror. Not someone who's so uncomfortable with hurt that you convince her to turn the page before she's ready. Be there. See her. And say what you see, especially if it's uncomfortable. Is there something someone said to you as encouragement that actually stuck with you as hurt? Submit it to the show by emailing thrivingthoughtswithdrsherry at gmail.com and I'll create an episode based on your submission that continues to teach you and other women how to speak truth over lies so you will thrive.